Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sports Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Good evening, Zimbabwe, on a Tuesday evening. Welcome to Top Hit Tuesday, where we play nothing but the hits on your favorite sports show. So don't miss out on our power play, which comes up top, and then our play of the day, smack bang, in the middle of the show, just to add a bit of flavor to what is arguably Zimbabwe's biggest sports show. And what can you expect today on the home front following a run of inconsistent performances? Ngezi Platinum Stars coach Benjani Mwaruwari has hinted he could break with his own philosophy after launching a headhunt for a seasoned player who could provide the much sought after stability at the Mondoro based club. We'll be talking about Benjani. Has he made any impact? How patient and how long will the patience last from the famously impatient Ngezi Platinum Stars executive? And of course we'll hear from the team in studio Barry Manandi, Chris Mids. A bit later on we should be joined by Alois Bunjira. Our producer is Sean Tavrinika and I am Mike Madoda. Being a Tuesday, we have our staple, the Formula One report, proudly brought to you by Zimoko and Ferrari driver Charles Leclerc has said it felt incredible to end a seven-race winless streak as he overtook Max Verstappen three times and overcame a late throttle issue at the Austrian Grand Prix. We'll also give you more international sports news when we take you around the world in 60 with updates from New Zealand, Serbia, as well as England. In the beautiful game, Banyana Banyana have suffered a massive injury blow following the confirmation that star forward Tembi Katlana has been ruled out of the Women's Africa Cup of Nations in Morocco. England head coach uh, Serena Weigman uh, insists her players will stay really grounded despite admitting surprise at a side's 8-0 route of Norway to reach the women's Euro uh, quarterfinals. And in transfer speculation, Chelsea have sounded out both Bayern Munich's Serge Gnabry and AC Milan's Rafael Leao as alternatives to Leeds forward Rafinha, who now looks set to join Barcelona. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. It's a hot one and it's coming out of Mondoro Ngezi. We want you to be a part of the conversation on 0731-168-045. I'll give you the number again, 0731-168-045. If you prefer Twitter, simply follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. Let's get into it. Now, following a run of inconsistent performances, Ngezi Platinum Stars coach Benjani Maruari has hinted he could break with his own philosophy after launching a headhunt for what he is called a seasoned player who could provide the much sought-after stability at the Mondoro-based club since assuming control at Ngezi Platinum Stars in March. Benjani has been keeping an emphasis on the need to develop young players with the former Warriors skipper promoting three such lads from the team's development side. The new approaches, however, come at a cost as the Ngezi Platinum side have dropped to ninth on the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League table, a far cry from their title ambitions. Now, while the former Warriors captain... uh, uh, has got a playing pedigree that is undeniable. Can he cut it as a coach? And how long do, do you think Ngezi Platinum Stars will persist with the experiment if he keeps getting a mixed bag of results? That is the question we posed to UK-based journalist and analyst Marco Gold Motemukul. Naturally, Benjani Marwar arrived at Ngezi amid high expectations. Former Warriors captain Manchester City striker. 
Mate, I mean, this is, I mean, you're, you're the big dog in terms of you've been there, done that, and you're coming back to Zimbabwe to show them how it must be done and to prove that you are hungry for success as a coach and you can actually be a coach. Being a player and being a coach are two different worlds, but you've shown that desire and against all expectations and common sense, you took up the national team gig at a time when Logarusic was about to be fired and scrambling for life and Zifa came to you and said, can you be the Warriors assistant coach? You said, without doubt, yes, I will be because I love the nation and I also would love to be the coach. But as you arrived at Nges, you suddenly realized that things are not as easy as they seem. You arrived and promised that you're going to play youngsters. And in playing youngsters, one of the games you go to Arara and get hammered for three by a rental side that is probably playing with one man short. Soon after that result, the next interview that you have, you're coming out in the press and saying, I'm going to look for experienced players. Why are you suddenly changing the gospel, mate? Why are you suddenly going for experience where yet you arrived and promised to do business with youngsters are you feeling the pressure and if you're feeling the pressure a season that was supposed to be a free it will not turn out to be a free it will turn out to be a defining moment because you are asking for x and it guess they have a history of giving you x y and z and toffee toppings so that you do not have any excuse when results do not come I feel Benjamin is trying too much Too quickly and is too eager He needs to lay in the terrain I, I, I also feel that He hasn't gone through the meal He needs to And how do you go through the meal You play for time How do you play for time Make sure that you Manage expectations Put everything into context I've just arrived in Gezi I will need time And that message needs to get to the fans And to the executive But the moment that you say I've diagnosed the problem What we need are senior players Gezi they have the money They will bring you the senior players But it's not senior players that you need It's not leadership that you need You need to build a team And building a team takes time Now this Gezi executive They don't think twice about firing a person so he needs to manage expectations well and speak well and make sure that everything that happens at Ngezi, it has him in control. Because this is new terrain. He has never been at a club where people who work in the mines have got such a big voice in what happens at the club. He has never been there. So, I mean, he, he needs to learn the system, manage expectations, and be patient. He needs to show patience with the youngsters that he said you will play, patience with the fans, patience with the executive as well. Well, those are the thoughts of a UK-based journalist, Marco Gold, uh, speaking to us earlier there. He talks about expectations, managing expectations, Barry. So let's take off there. Let's talk about the expectations at Ngezi Platinum Stars. What are those expectations? And is Benjani doing anything to meet them at the moment? Um, I, I suspect, regardless of what's articulated from uh, Ngezi Platinum Stars' hierarchy, I think any football administrator wants to see direction uh, as, as a first, as a, as a jump off. What do you define as direction? And, you know, it's a loosely used yeah. term uh, that people sort of like throw about when they're doing analysis. So perhaps you can also define for us, what, what would you term as direction? Direct, direction uh, uh, insinuates that, number one, you start seeing a, uh, a pattern of play, a way in which we want to play. Then that obviously then feeds onto the next step, which is you see improved performance by individuals, by groups, and then ultimately for the by the entire collective. Uh, and I think that those are sequential. They don't happen at the same time. So direction is a step further than philosophy. We talk about philosophy. Uh, people, step behind uh, philosophy. Uh, uh, and people talk about, uh, okay, you know what? He wants to play the youth. Mm. But uh, that's great. Yeah. But you still have to come with a direction. What, what do you want the youth no, to yeah, do? What do you want the youth <laughs> to do? Yeah, and, and that's what I think the hierarchy at, at Ngezi would have wanted to see. I'm not sure they're seeing that at this stage because uh, uh, what we're seeing is he's 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 trying to win games. He's trying to 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 get something done that nobody can. And when you can't see it without being told it, then you have a, a serious problem because we should all be able to sit back.
back, look at the game and say, ah, so he's trying to do that, even after five minutes of play, uh, immediately. And I, 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 we we all can't see it. We couldn't see it against against Highlanders, couldn't see it again against the teams that he's played. We've seen patchy performance for us from players, but we haven't seen what the collective and what the direction is. So perhaps that's where he needs to work first, get the direction going. Chris Benjani, was he a gamble? Absolutely, um, 100%. Um, I think in as much as Benjani was, he was, you know, like Marco talked about, national team captain, played for Manchester City, incredible striker. He has his own personal accolades as a player. But when it comes to his coaching, this is his first real coaching job, coaching the first team mm. of a team in the Premier League of Zimbabwe. It might be Zimbabwe and you might say, oh, you know, it's just Zim, you should be able yeah. to manage. But it is absolutely the Premier League. This is the top flight football. And so when you take a coach who doesn't have a lot of experience, in fact, no experience at that level, and you bring him in, it's always going to be a gamble. I think what people were relying on was there are a number of coaches, and we can cite some European examples across the continent, basically, where players trans make that very quick transition from being a player into being effective coaches. And that's sort of the gamble that I think the hierarchy in Gezi Platinum took was if he can coach the way he played, we should be okay. Oh, we should be okay. Now, Alois, of course, uh, you uh, have played the game. You know the game uh, inside out uh, from uh, the dressing room as well as from the media gallery as well. When you take a look at Ngezi Platinum Stars, Benjani has talked about youth consistently since he was appointed. He has blooded in the youth and uh, there were a couple of uh, bright sparks in that Ngezi Platinum Stars uh, side in terms of the youth that had been given an opportunity. And now all of a sudden he is now talking about maybe I need one or two experienced campaigners. Has he pressed the panic button? Yeah, it, it, it gets confusing. Uh, when, 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 then now he he, he talks about um, wanting experienced players. When, when uh, the the mantra or the message was like, I want to give youth a chance. You see, I've always said it, Mike, that when a coach is signing a contract, you need to actually sit with management and see, like Barry said, the direction. team. What exactly do you want me? Why are you giving me this job? Mugudechi. What are the deliverables? Yes, what are the deliverables? Mugudechi. Then you were But I, I had in mind that I want to build a team going in this direction. Would you allow me? So we are not a consensus. This is what we want for the club. But you can go build a team, you can throw in a league. What in the middle of the season then it becomes a problem so i think all these things then we need to have my coaches discuss any man the team or my directors whatever it is this is what is there these are the deliverables and these are still like uh, your auto Roma meet getting factors. I go to know, but we can't do it this way. This way, more we run, and then you come up with the realistic timelines. Yes, so exactly. So about school, Ziva, good, 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 horrendous start uh, to the season and now Ngezi is floundering in mid-table. Marco also mentioned the fact that, you know what, this season could have been a free pass. Yes. But the problem is, when the results are inconsistent, when you're losing to sides that you should beat even if you're rebuilding, then all of a sudden, you know what, the guys who are sitting at headquarters at Zimplatz are taking a dim view of what's going on in Mondorongezi. And and rightfully so, because uh, uh, in truth... If I, if I were in a hierarchy at Ngezi, I'd be very concerned if that uh, request came in that I want to bring in uh, experienced campaigners because I look at the, the squad list of Ngezi Platinum Stars. It's not a bad squad at mm. all. In fact, uh, it, should players, be, it should be a lot better than ninth position in, in the league and especially when you aren't playing. Well, last year, see, I know there were some uh, disciplinary issues there. You aren't playing Wellington, Tadere, Raweja. You, you're not playing players like uh, uh, Valentine Kadonto. Players who've, who've, who are experienced. Kadramin, mm. 
can't get a game. Those are your experience campaigners. So where's where's your blend? Where are you finding the balance between your youth and experience? Number one. Number two. What are you trying to do, my man? What? What? Where? Where are we going? Uh, it's too much to ask that Ngezi Platinum Stars themselves as a club have a philosophy because I don't think that's going to happen in a hurry. But Iwewe coach, what philosophy are you bringing to the club? Mm. What are you wanting to do that these players, this group, cannot deliver for you and how have you tried to bring it out of this? All right, let's take a look. You brought up the issue of uh, the squad. And, you know, when you take a look at Ngezi Platinum Stars squad, Denver Mukamba, uh, Last Jesse, you've got the likes of Nelson Chajga, you've got the likes of Malon Mushonga, Delik Morimba, Marvelous Mukumba, uh, Valentine Kadonzo, Kada Amin. You've got McDonald Makue, Wellington Taderera, Polite Moyo, Malvin Quinjo, Marion Chang. You got Bruno Mtigo. You got all those players. Anel Kachivandire. I've just rattled off uh, Chris there. Some. Way more than 12 <laughs> or 11 players, okay? Yeah. yeah. Who are some of the household names mm. in Zimbabwe football. Surely the approach from Benjani should have been, you know what? Before we even talk about blooding in youth, let me assess what I have yeah. before I seek to make dynamic changes to this squad, okay? Let me assess. Let me give these guys an opportunity, a chance, because I take a look at some of those players. Benjani didn't even give them an opportunity. 100%. He didn't give them a chance. Yeah, and a lot of those players that you've rattled off, a lot of them have won the Premier League previously. So when you're talking about experienced campaigners, he's got experienced campaigners. Taking a look at just that entire squad in terms of the depth that he's got there across positions, it's very evident. The best and biggest squads in the league. Absolutely, 100%. It's almost like we can say Ngezi Platinum, Yaka Kumba, my players, which is what they have at the moment. They've got a stellar cast, but you've got to have in every orchestra someone who is able to conduct the orchestra. So when you're trying to conduct the orchestra, there's ways in which you do it. And for me, I think Benjani is also experimenting. Bear in mind, this is also his first big experiment. Mm. So he's chopping and changing and trying, do I work better with younger players? Do I work better with more experienced campaigners? This is also a very big experiment for him and I think potentially one of the reasons why he may have thought you know what let me go for youth is when you've got experienced campaigners they may not necessarily easily adapt to the way you want to do things because they've been taught other things previously. They know what works in certain situations. So there may have been hesitancy on his part to say, you know what, let me get youngsters where I can put my own sort of fingerprint on these players and see what I can do with them. You know, I always uh, think uh, when it comes to that argument, Chris, that uh, it's about how you express and how you put across your ideas because mm. look at uh, Jose Brito at Highlanders. He's got experienced campaigners yes, but- and they have adapted to his methods. Yes, but in order for you to do that as a coach, one of the most important attributes is charisma. Are you charismatic enough? Are you accusing co- Benjamin, the former <laughs> national asking, is, of, is of he, lacking charisma? Is he an incredibly charismatic person who is able mm. to impart, as a coach, if you cannot impart your ideas and inspire the team, if you cannot do that simple process, you may as well not have the best brilliant ideas because if you cannot communicate and convince the players of what your plan is, it's wasted effort. Uh, let's go to our messages here. Good evening to Shepard Makuvere, Lions Den Clinic. Hans Marwara should be very lucky if he makes it to December with the results that he is posting. Madamburo need positive results and not experiments. Thanks for that one, Shep. Uh, guys, this is El Boca in Nyazura. And I think Benjani is being treated unfairly. There's nothing wrong with changing a strategy that is not working also he inherited this team give him enough time well to be honest it's not about being treated unfairly because the results are speaking for themselves just taking a look at those results He's got three wins, I think, in his time uh, at uh, Ngezi Platinum Stars. Those wins coming against uh, Bulawayo City, a team that he should beat. Uh, against Atenex, a team that he should beat. And, of course, ZPC Kariba uh, away, which I think was a, a good result. But then if you take a look at some of the losses that he has suffered against Herentos, 3-0. That's a thumping uh, against Herentos that plays as 10 men because they are always accommodating <laughs> innocent. They, they, they also lost to Wawa. Wawa 
is losing to all and sundry. Uh, they also lost to Harada City, again a side that is also struggling in the league. So, Alois, the, the results are just too inconsistent and patchy at the moment. You just don't know when Ngezi is going to put in a good performance and against who. Yeah, uh, I think uh, that's uh, that's actually a big problem. When you look at Red City, Wawa, Tenex, those are sides that Ngezi should be beating, you know, under normal circumstances. So probably, I think uh, for me, when when you want to introduce a new uh, system, and you, you, you need to first... Uh, give a chance to the players that are there yes and, and play and gradually change into your system because it it's not easy to just come in get into your system and everything clicks it's not easy so first then slowly slowly start removing here and there and sometimes we, also when you're adding junior players mike it takes a junior player that you have known for or maybe a year or a junior who you have been watching for some time mm. that you actually know, you know, like what Norman is doing now. The juniors yes. that he's, he's, he's yeah. putting in are not, now, are not new. They they didn't play, just bring they for someone. Yes. Those, those Oscar Bebe, uh, yes. those are the guys Champions that he has been football. training with. He has been training with them for yeah. some time, yeah. but they were not playing, but they were training. You remember the time of, of Darren T? Yes. People saw us playing for Darren T as youngsters, mm. but what they don't know is we have been, tra- we have been training with the first team for almost two years yeah train were. just coming to train yes, with yeah. the first team Grabosco already knew us by the time he promoted us so sometimes junior policy is not just about just getting it a junior from anywhere no it's something that you actually been monitoring this youngster then when you know he is right now you you add on you so add sometimes him. it really needs to be you need to be really careful if you want to do uh, to do it that way it's applaud we applaud that but he really needs to do it very carefully. Oh, we haven't read a, a message from Thanks with Zimba in a while. He's <laughs> out in Goromonzi. He says, hello, guys. Anza Benjani may be a day late and a dollar short in Oof. terms of proficiency in coaching. Uh, I thought he was going to fly out of the traps, but it's been like watching the grass grow. <laughs> Too bad, just months into his appointment, he finds himself up a gum tree. It's an ex- yes, yes. <laughs> exigency. Someone should light a fire under him before Ngezi show their cloven foot and cheeky claws. Uh, thanks very much, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks. What a colourful oh, message. And on that note, let's give you our local sports news roundup where we have cricket, squash and athletics. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. To start off with some cricket news, Sean Williams produced another blistering innings to inspire Zimbabwe to their second successive win in the ICC T20 World Cup Qualifier B with a 23-run victory against Minnow's jersey at Queen's Sports Club today. Bailey, 24 hours after marking his return to the national team following a six-month absence by scoring 53 runs, Williams again validated his importance with another match winning knock of 57 runs. Zimbabwe will take on the United States of America in their final Group A encounter on Thursday. Barry, we didn't put up the best of scores when you take a look at our total haul, but Sean Williams coming in, saving the day. We managed to get that win against Jersey. And the net result is that we, we qualify for the semi-final. So I think uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, uh, uh, not so much the performance, but uh, the net result is what we need to look at. Uh, we're into the semi-finals. Let's go and do the business in the semi finals uh, and make sure that we, we get into that final and qualify for the World Cup. In squash news, 15 countries have confirmed their participation in the Squash Federation Africa Seniors Championship to be held in Bulawayo later in the year. Zimbabwe won the right to host the competition following a successful bid by the Squash Rackets Association of Zimbabwe backed by the government. The president of Squash Rackets Association of Zimbabwe, Lucky Mlilo, is excited that they'll be hosting the tournament and said the local organizing committee has started planning for the event. Finish off with some athletic news with a few days before the World Athletics Championships gets underway in the United States. Coach Benson Chauke, who has been working with marathon runner Isaac Mpofu, said their target is to improve his time at the meet. The championships start on Friday in the United States. Zimbabwe are fielding three athletes, including Mpofu, who will participate in the men's marathon. He qualified for the marathon with a time of two hours, 10 minutes and 24 seconds during the Durban International Marathon in May. Do not touch my radio. Hey, this is coverage. Hey, this is Ian. 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 Hey, this is Ian.
International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Now this week we want to encourage all of our customers and prospective customers to visit our Zamoko showroom, Sam Levy's Village Borodale, to test drive the range of awesome vehicles we have on offer. After all, you are more than likely to be spending a good amount of time in your new car almost every day for at least the next three years. So it only makes sense to test drive a vehicle first to make sure you're happy with how the vehicle handles, its level of comfort, technology and so much more. Now the Mitsubishi test drive lineup features the Mitsubishi Expander and the Mitsubishi Single Cab. With the all-new Mitsubishi Expander multi-purpose vehicle blends futuristic dynamic shield design with ever-reliable performance and true seven-seater spaciousness to effortlessly expand your lifestyle. Whether you're driving around town or vacationing with friends and family, the Expander gives you all the style, ruggedness and practicality you could ask for. The Mitsubishi Triton Single Cab models are durable, powerful and comfortable for those long days at the office packed with advanced technology to keep you and your team safe, the Triton is available in 4x2 or 4x4 to get you where you need to go. We're going to get into a lot more in terms of that lineup from Zimoko. Stay tuned to ZFM Sport. All right, let's give you the Formula One news where Ferrari driver Charles Leclerc has said it felt incredible to end a seven-race winner's streak as he overtook Max Verstappen three times and overcame a late throttle issue at the Austrian Grand Prix. The Ferrari driver had not lost, uh, not tasted victory since the Australian Grand Prix in early April but moved back to second in the driver's standings and closed the gap to Verstappen just to 38 points at the Red Bull Ring on Sunday. I'm very happy. Obviously, it's uh, it's been five races that I keep coming to the track. I keep smiling, and you keep being optimistic. But obviously, it's been very, very difficult. On on the other hand, to uh, um, yeah, to just have races after races, some disappointments. No, so to finally show our pace, to finally win another race, is uh, feeling particularly good. Um, but obviously we need to look at what happened on Carlos' side because reliability is still a, a problem and, and we need to get on top of this. Uh, I know, Barry, that uh, Carlos Sainz may have been forced into retirement with that engine failure, of course, which was very disappointing yep. uh, for Ferrari at the Austrian Grand Prix. But the Scuderia would have been very pleased with the ease with which they won this particular Grand Prix. Absolutely, and I think the the, the a combination of the setup that they had, uh, as well as the change in conditions uh, of the track, I think it was uh, a lot cooler on race day than it was on the on the on the sprint race. Uh, so I think those conditions actually played in Ferrari's favour, and it worked like a charm. They breezed past uh, Red Bull, which doesn't happen often <laughs> in this season. Uh, but certainly, Scuderia will be encouraged by this performance. And Verstappen, does he have any? to be particularly mindful of or wary of uh, for the second half of the season? Um, just a bit of pressure on him. I think um, for the last few races, I think Verstappen has just kind of had it a little bit uh, lucky except for the time when he had the car the trouble with his particular vehicle. But I think when it comes to full-on racing. I think Leclerc is giving him a very good run for his money. I think from a strategy perspective as well, Ferrari is doing quite well in terms of especially their in-race decision-making and management as well. So I think Verstappen is going to need to do his absolute best and control what he can control because Ferrari is coming at him very strongly. Well, one of the things they just need to uh, sort out, Barry, is the reliability issues. Yeah. Something seems to invariably go wrong yeah. uh, with Ferrari, even when they're primed for a one-two yeah, finish. And, uh, just like the, in this race I mean in, in truth uh, they should have claimed a, an easy one too uh, but reliability came into it again Carlos Sainz uh, um, literally uh, smoking out of the track uh, and in, in truth they've got a uh, 
sort that out and sort it out quickly because in the constructors standings that's where it's going to affect them because they can't make a charge as long as they don't have two drivers who finish every race right uh, Chris has it come to that time now where <laughs> you take a look at the way things are shaping up at the uh, driver standings uh, Verstappen yes he leads the way 208 mm-hmm. Charles Leclerc 170 and then in third place is Sergio Perez of Red Bull 151 and Carlos Sainz of Ferrari is now 37 points behind Leclerc he's in fourth he's got 133 is it time for the Scuderia to take a look at the situation and say you don't want to hang on just going into the second half of the season we need now to establish a hierarchy yeah I, I think it's about that time and I think it's important that they do so probably sooner rather than later because what it does is it it, it puts um sort of firm pressure on Max Verstappen because all they have then is to I think when it comes to their decision making in race as well mm. is to make sure Leclerc gets Pride of place. If I, yeah. Everything's about the team order. I don't think you can continue doing the, you know, they must race both of them until the end of the season. I think now a decision needs to be made so that they have that advantage. If they do want to take the driver's championship, they can only do it with one driver. And at the moment, just taking a look at what you pointed out, the points gap between them, I think it's very clear that Charles Leclerc has the upper hand here. So let's finish out the season with him as driver one. Well, at the halfway stage, Lewis Hamilton is in sixth place. Uh, he drives, of course, uh, for Mercedes, the uh, Silver Arrows, and he's got 109 points, 99 points behind Max Verstappen. In the constructors' standings, Red Bull leads away 359, Ferrari 303, Mercedes is in third on 237, McLaren and the Alpine Renault have 81 points in fourth and fifth, respectively. And, of course, Formula One taking a two-week hiatus as the mid-season break. Right, Chris promised more news coming out of Zimoko. Well, the GWM and the Haval test drive lineup at Zimoko features the all-new, all-conquering P-Series double and single cabs and the trendy Haval Jolion. The GWM P-Series single cab is a must-have for enthusiasts who love the extra touches in a hardy companion. This exceptional workhorse gives you all the tech you need with a savvy interface and intelligent networking system, all for an unbeatable price. The GWM P-Series double cab has been designed to impress. This mighty pickup has the right amount of muscle, safety and performance to tackle any task. Conquer the load, conquer the journey in the all-new, all-conquering GWM P-Series. Show off your personality and your trendy side. Well, this is the Haval Jolion. This compact SUV is the most affordable, luxurious SUV on the market and is set to turn heads wherever you go. Last but not least, the ultimate test drive awaits you in the all-new iconic Alfa Romeo Stelvio. The Stelvio is the absolute pleasure of driving an Alfa Romeo in the form of an SUV. The Stelvio rewrites the concept of driving dynamics for its category with a series of innovative safety technologies for driving models, an Alfa Link suspension system, perfect weight distribution, Hillascent control and Alfa Q, Alfa's Q4 all-wheel drive technology. The Stelvio rewrites the concept of driving dynamics for its category with a series of innovative safety technologies for driving modes like I mentioned and an Alpha Link suspension. Indeed. Now the interior of the Stelvio is pure Italian elegant style and so with these features it is impossible not to get excited behind the wheel of the Alfa Romeo Stelvio where style and sportiness combine. Don't wait. Come down to our Zomoko showroom at Sam Levy's Village Borodale to test drive our range of vehicles on offer to really get a true feeling of the vehicles for yourself. Hurry. The wide selection awaits you. Zomoko Specialized service for special brands. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name's Graham Sharp, and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We take off in New Zealand where an island midweek team showing 15 changes to the side which beat New Zealand on Saturday claimed a 30-24 to victory over the Maori All Blacks on Tuesday keeping momentum going for Andy Farrell and company. Jordan Lama 
Jordan Lamour, Nick Timoney and Gavin Coombs scored tries for Ireland on a memorable day for an inexperienced side captained by Keith Earls as they avenged 32-17 to defeat to the same opponent a fortnight ago. In news from Serbia, recently crowned Wimbledon champion Novak Djokovic has said it's unlikely he will feature in this year's US Open as he still refuses to be vaccinated against coronavirus. As things stand, Djokovic's unvaccinated status means he will not be allowed into the United States to play in the tournament which starts next month. The Serb was deported from Australia over his vaccination status in January, preventing him from defending his Australian Open title. Mike, it's time now for the race. He needs to get these slams in, but because of the vaccination status, he's not able to enter all of them and enter the countries where they're being played. Is it not just time for Novak Djokovic to kind of just get the vaccination? No, I I, I salute him for standing on principle. Um, Mm. You know, he's got his personal reasons uh, and to and listen, I'm going to give my own personal opinion here, and it's, it's probably contrary to, to. But listen, here we are, uh, and uh, no one's talking about the coronavirus anymore. Mm. So, yeah, you know, what was the fuss? What was what was, what, what, what was the fuss all about? So, so the man, listen, he's standing on principle. So, if he, 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 he only he makes the decisions, and of course, he realizes the consequence of the whatever decision he makes. Mm. If he gets vaccinated, he's got an opportunity to play. If he doesn't get vaccinated, then of course, uh, time. Time is ticking. If yes. Rafael uh, Nadal then plays at the US Open and adds another one, it suddenly becomes a bit harder for him to win that Grand Slam race. And also down in England where long-distance runner Mo Farah has revealed that he was trafficked into the UK illegally under the name of another child saying he wants to tell his real story whatever the cost. The four-time Olympic champion told the BBC he was born Hussein Abdi Kahin brought to the UK oh. with a woman and her children under the name of another boy called Mohammed Farah. He said, the truth is I'm not who you think I am as he spoke of the traumatic events of his childhood after leaving war-torn Somaliland in West Movie Africa. Movie and book loading. <laughs> set, set, game set and match. The hits live here. But I can't help and have your say your way operator get in touch have your say your way on the show that's for the fans 0731168045 this is the fan zone jackilo says benjani is in the deep end kudos to the likes of pete and Lovo for grasping the adage coaching isn't for everyone <laughs> former footballers and legends can contribute to the beautiful game in so many ways besides coaching I think it's important to say that we're not saying that Benjani is a bad coach. I think it's too early to judge whether he's bad or not. It's just that he got himself into a pressurized job uh, where there were expectations. And perhaps, like Marco Gold said, he didn't manage those expectations. All right, uh, Anze, well done. The Chevron's Taidam Burashiri, a win is a win. This is Christopher Makuvire Pakadoma. Uh, so good evening to you, Christopher. Thank you for getting it. He's celebrating, uh, Chris, uh, the Chevron's. Uh, listen, it was squeaky bum time for a while. Guys, <laughs> really now, Jersey, <laughs> Jersey, <laughs> Jersey, a tiny island in the English Channel between England and France. I mean, guys, we, we would have lost to a nation made up of milkmen and fishmongers and, oh, and bankers. Good and bankers, you know, and the postman. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was squeaky bum time. But look, we'll take our wins where we get them when it comes to our national teams. We're into the semis all as well. Oh my goodness, I hope they're not listening to the show. Motivate them, yes. My goodness, yes. Auntie, hey, Rentals has some strong players. Sure season, yes. If I should 10 men, can't the PSL put a rule to help them out? Because my one. But it really speaks into guys uh, how capable. Uh, aside here rentals is yeah. because they're, they're carrying a guy who doesn't do much when the when he's not in possession and even when he's in possession you know it's <laughs> you know once in a while he'll get it right you know an outside foot pass pass you know across a set piece but uh, in reality these guys are playing for t- with 10 men <laughs> for long periods yeah it, it, it's it's um, it's tricky mike uh, you know when you look at that kind of situation Sometimes, maybe strategically, they, they know what they're doing. 
You know, um, I remember this one time when we were playing at uh, at Darren T. Vinti Flau, he got injured. He broke his uh, his wrist, mm-hmm. and um, Kraboski, we had already used all three substitutes, and he said, "You're not going out. You're not going out the because you're not going to play ten men." So he just told him to stand. You see, by the center circle, yeah. He he told him. Stand there. You're not going. <laughs> you're not doing anything. Yeah. Just stand there. So you're like a target. Like, like he wasn't yeah. running. You, he wasn't. Wasn't. you don't even chase the ball. Yeah. You just stand there. But but honestly, yes. isn't no, there a difference? Where I'm going with man. the one-off match and it, it, these guys who've been playing for five years. Yeah. Now. yeah. No. <laughs> what I'm saying. What I'm saying. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is, by him staying there, he had a guy. We had to be with him. Um, I don't think so, anyone's marking so, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, just by, joking. By, by standing just... there, he was blocking a channel. Sure. Um, there was a channel that he was blocking. So sometimes he might not look like he's not doing anything, but strategically he okay, can Alois, I'm going to ask you, if you were so, coach, if you were coach I wouldn't do would you be playing Benza no, in your I team? Okay. I wouldn't. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't. But I'm saying, but you'd be fired. It's, it's, it's not friend. entirely ten men. It's not entirely no, zero. No, but, but but it's it's ten men in quote. That's what people yeah, are saying. Nah, but, but they're, they're they're getting it wrong because no, by no, him they, being there when they don't have the ball, he is no, actually I, I blocking a channel and he is actually probably standing at a strategic really place. Yeah, but but but, but he, he really is. isn't, Alois. He's, yeah, you can say you can imagine when they come up against zero an FC Platinum with legs on them like they do now. Now, that, that's 10 the, the channel, no, it's, it's not going to be entirely but, Yeah, so as, uh, hi guys, and boss, but Benjani Benjani. Almost what I said. Yeah, and in truth, he, he, that statement to say, I need an experienced player is the wrong one. It's, it's yeah. not like, you know, one, uh, one other coach in the Premier League also made a misstep. Uh, th- don't, don't say that. You've got experienced heads in the squad. If you have a way, get the best out of them. Get them to do what you want and them the, to the do. The best statement is, I'm still sorting out things. Nah. Give me, let, let me sort things but, but, out. But, you don't but, say, but, now but, I need this, I need that. But Gizzy oh, Platinum Stars, surely, Chris, you know, we looked at that squad, guys, are mm. looking at the investment heavy, they've made, heavy. the support that they've thrown into the club, uh, the, the playing personnel, yeah. and, and they're thinking to themselves, you know what, what do you need to sort out? Yeah, yeah. And what, what do you need to sort that's out? The thing, material data. Yeah, that's the thing about coaching at a side like Ngezi Platinum there is pressure because you have all the resources you, you're not the same as someone who's coaching for argument's sake at Caps United where wow. the players are not being paid and there's all sorts of issues low blow low blow I said nah. for argument's sake <laughs> he has all the resources so the expectation is that the only missing piece is you as the coach coming in with the game plan with the tactics alright someone has preferred a solution here as we head towards the beautiful game and guys is Moses Chunga still coaching could make a perfect replacement for Benjani oh your, your hit mu- music station my station your station it's everybody's station Z FM Stereo the big leagues the big teams the big players the beautiful game on ZFM Sport the beating drum Fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Right now, Banyana Banyana, the women's national team of South Africa have suffered a massive injury blow following the confirmation that the star forward Tembi Katlana has been ruled out of the Women's Africa Cup of Nations in Morocco. Katlana sustained a ruptured Achilles tendon in South Africa's Group C match against Botswana on Sunday and had to be stretched off the pitch in the 69th minute. Obviously, she went and underwent an MRI scan and the team physician, Dr. Rodney Mokoka, 
uh, confirmed the injury. The great thing is that in the studio we have someone who suffered a similar injury. In Aloys Bunjira, it's a tough one. Ish, it's going to be a tough one to come back, come back from. Yeah, you know, you know, my kids, you know, when I when when, when I got to 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 hear that because that that's a terrible injury. Yeah, it is like uh, it's, it's really terrible. You know, uh, I suffered that one and I was out of the game for almost eleven months, and uh, it's it's not easy. Yeah. And uh, when you suffer such an injury, it's not uh, uh, straightforward that you're going to come back and play. Yeah. You know, the doctors will tell you that this is a 50-50 situation. Mm. That's what I got as well, that this is a 50-50 situation. It's all about rehabilitation. Right. How you rehabilitate or how it's, it's supposed to be operated on the, the, two ways about yeah, for sure. within yeah, yeah, 72 yeah. hours. Yeah. Of the injury, it has to be sorted. Yeah. Next month, it has to. But I think because they've got resources, they, they did that. And it's now the rehabilitation. How you go about your physiotherapy, rehabilitation, and all that. It's a long road. Yeah. It's really a long road to recover for you. And it's, it's, a, it's a little bit sad as well because she just moved to a new club side in the US as well. So it's, yeah. it's really sad. They had just done this incredible unveiling of the player and yeah. she's not going to be able to start the season. Yeah, and uh, such a good player for Banyana Banyana. I mean, they return to action on Thursday when they face uh, Tunisia in the quarterfinals of the Women's Africa Cup of Nations. The start Prince Moulay Al Hassan in Rabat. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba. My tour is Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Right now, England head coach Serena Vakeman uh, insists her players will stay really grounded despite admitting surprise at her side's 8-0 route of Norway to reach the women's Euro quarterfinals. A hat-trick from Arsenal's Beth Mead inspired Vakeman's side to a thumping victory, which also created history in being the highest recorded win in a single game at a men's or women's European championship. Let's hear from the hat-trick heroine uh, Beth Mead, who was named player of the match. No, I'm honestly just enjoying every minute of my football and being part of this team and the way we've been playing and the people that have around me make it really easy to play. We were very surprised in the way the game, you know, panned out first half especially. Um, I thought our 11 and the subs that came on were incredible tonight and, you know, we played a great game. We, we couldn't believe it on the pitch, as you probably could see by our faces, but again, I thought, yeah, honestly, we would never have dreamt of that. See. Big win for England, uh, Mike, and looking at that game, they came out hungry. Yeah, very, very aggressive, but, uh, you know, the game turned on that um, the penalty, penalty decision. Yeah. The penalty decision, and uh, the, the Norwegians just lost their heads. Uh, you know, they couldn't get back into the game. It was a scandalous decision, was scandalous. Uh, to, really to, to say the least. Uh, I thought, but how, how do you give that? Yeah. First of all, as, as the on-field referee, how do you give that? And then secondly, how does yeah, VAR yeah. confirm <laughs> yes. that, that, that it's a penalty? No, 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 no chance. She flopped, and it is not the only time she flopped. Yes. Uh, she carried on flopping throughout the game yeah you know and uh, I'm also I'm, I'm a bit disappointed because we never used to have diving in the women's game the, yeah yeah uh, the women's game used to be very pure very, and uh, that's why I uh, love uh, watching yeah, absolutely they used to compete now we're beginning to get these odd elements of gamesmanship yeah we are now getting uh, the, the time wasting we're now getting the dives that we yes. saw from England and the funny thing is that uh, it's coming from England who are the biggest critics of, <laughs> of diving yeah. and gamesmanship yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it's done by other nations. Yeah, and uh, surprising that... Uh, not but, surprising. But but big win. A big, big win. win. Yeah. Uh, good performance. One of the teams to beat. performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you, but Mike is right. Uh, that first goal, that penalty, uh, the, the, the game turned on that. But beyond that, Norway needs to get back into the game for them to avoid this route. They couldn't. No, they and couldn't. England took advantage. Yeah, they took full advantage. I mean, you take a look at an 8-0 scoreline. Um, it's the biggest ever win at a women's Euro since uh, England, again, beat uh, Scotland 6-0. That was back in 2017. It's the first time a team has scored eight goals in a match in the women's Euros. And the second time in women's Euros history that a team has had five different scorers in a match. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> they're, already, 
they already say the journals are having a time of it I've seen it on the news outlets they're already saying that now England now top group group A with 6 points while Austria uh, who beat Northern Ireland 2-0 are second a level on 3 points with 3rd place in Norway uh, Northern Ireland are bottom of the group with 0 points and are out of the tournament tonight's action uh, currently on Denmark is taking on Finland it's half time in that game and it's nil or tonight uh, Germany takes on Spain in a potential blockbuster mm, Germany, be nice one, mm. Germany. Yeah. Germany left back Felicitas Rauch uh, has uh, said <laughs> 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 when Germany and Spain come together, two giants meet uh, as the teams face off tonight. Eight-time winners, Germany thrashed Euro 2017 runners-up Denmark 4-0 on Friday. In their first Group B match, uh, Spain came from behind to beat Finland 4-1 in their opener. Mm. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Come back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy, and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Now Bamiyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Manchester United manager <laughs> Eric Ten Hag has revealed that Harry Maguire will remain as club captain Maguire has worn the armband on a permanent basis since January 2020 when his predecessor Ashley Young departed Old Trafford and uh, in truth it uh, was a dream start for Eric Ten Hag as his team ran riot in Bangkok to beat Liverpool 4-0 in a pre-season club friendly I like what he did today. I like what he did today Ten Hag yep. uh, in that he, he, he knows that it's important to get a feel-good factor yes, at the club, the club early yeah. on. So what yeah. did he do? He chose his strongest starting 11. Yeah. Starting 11, yeah. You know, and 100%. just to make sure, do you know what? Let's win. Let, yes. let, let, let these players begin to feel good. Yes. Let them begin feel to the taste wins. victory yeah. uh, and so forth. I, I love that. He, he seems to be a master of, of psychological games as well. Uh, Al- Alois Bungira is in his Manchester United colours for those that uh, oh, yeah, yeah, haven't yeah. seen him. So I'm going to ask, Mike is talking about happiness. Are you happy? I'm satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. <laughs> um, I'm satisfied with what I saw. Okay. You know, um, like the starting like, eleven looked, just, looked, just, looked, looked uh, They looked brisk. They looked hungry. They looked he, like they they, they he, seem to have a plan. Yeah, just like Mike said, you you are new. You, you you don't want to start saying I'm bringing in youngsters. I'm doing oh. that ABC. <laughs> that's a low blow. Now that's a low blow. That's a low blow. I said it earlier. Start with start with what you know. Start with with what what, what has been there. Are you oh. listening, Benji? <laughs> yeah. No. No. We 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 good. I'm playing. We we good. He's, he's, he's my buddy. We are very close. You know. But when we are on this show, we we we've got integrity. We call it like it we is. Call it like so is. you're 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 satisfied. Yes, I'm satisfied okay. that he started well. You know, you need to start getting the guys psychologically uh, in in the in the right in frame truth, of mind, yes. and you even the consistency. Yeah, yeah. You already he already well, needs the consistency. He doesn't have time to to play fun games. Yeah. Well, he's delivered a set of five <laughs> values. He wishes the Manchester United players a bye bye. Alcohol and personal chefs are banned. Latecomers will be axed. There's weekly BMI checks. And don't moan to your agents. We can't moan about the time because it's well spent. We'll catch you tomorrow. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners. Of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station.
Hi, this is Mike Madod and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.